0: So, lots of tough love for the most recent episode we had, the historic de-evolution of Sikh women. Lots of allegations made and thrown around.
1: That was expected, wasn't it?
0: It was expected, it was expected. And what I find really funny is that the people who seem to be hell-bent on cutting these voices off. Now, here's the funny thing that, you know, diaspora Sikhs do not know what is happening in Kashmir. Diaspora Sikhs do not know what is happening in Punjabi homes. It's usually from people themselves in the diaspora who either have some sort of, uh, you know, personal connection, you know, that a, a relative is telling them everything is okay in Sikh homes, et cetera, et cetera. So people with their own uh, prejudice and their own, uh, you know, biases who keep on sort of running around and attacking everyone else who seems to have a different opinion. What is however good is that finally we have a hashtag trending on Twitter that, you know, no sport for grooming apology. And that has finally started a eventual uh, wave where people who seem to be justifying the grooming <laughs> Or you know the domestic violence and whatever else is you know uh, hampering your progress the hashtag put underneath usually is better lives matter and that's enough for them to block you and uh, you know just shut up and go away so the reality is
1: it really takes a lot of guts to admit that i or you were wrong about something and that my opinion might have been let's say Removed from reality, it takes a lot of guts to do it. Not a lot of people are going to do it, so that instead, for them, the best option is to block you and live in their own echo chamber.
0: The thing with our lot is our seek lot today. I mean, look, we have the upgrades, we have the progressives, and these guys I'll call the whites. The problem with them is they want their uh, jalebi, the dubba, and they also want the jalebi at the same time. That's their problem. They you want, want the cake. Everything. Well, I just decided to give them a relevant <laughs> metaphor. They want their jalebi, the dabba, and they want all the jalebis inside at the same time.
1: So why didn't you say pakora?
0: <laughs> I've given up on pakoras. I'm actually going to say this. This might sound very offensive to people. But from last night, I gave up eating the gurdwara, unless it's healthy. Because, you know, people get heartburn, people get sore stomachs, people get stomach cramps, people get diabetes. This isn't langar, this is just poison which has been given to us in the name of langar. There, I said it. Carlo Jobi, Carda. Well, the truth is
1: the truth, man. If it doesn't, stink, is it really the truth.
0: That's the thing. And let's just turn this around today. When I actually received the poster, when we told your boy, Peter, to make that poster, so when he designed the poster and sent it back, You know those pictures on the poster? Those women?
1: Uh, I know a few of them, not all of them.
0: So each and every one of these women are from Sikh backgrounds. And each and every one of these women have had their life cut short either by abusive spouses, domestic violence, or like in the case of, uh, I think, uh, Surjeet Atwal, I think her name was, Surjeet Kaur Atwal, either by their own family and the issue down here again is that these things these things let's just remember one thing today when a girl is married off what does the family say what does the girl's family say
1: I'm not sure about what they did say today but back in the days they would say that you're leaving this house by your own will only your dead body should come back
0: do you really think do you really think that guru angad guru amar das guru Hargobind, guru harai do you really think these gurus who had daughters themselves this is what they actually said to their daughters no oh, of course not of course not and this has now led to a new i guess scam which is going on a new way of doing business a new way of selling your girls <clears throat> just listen to this It's going to be a pretty shocking revelation, but I guess for many people it won't because it's happening for so long. Bro, let's face it, we fucked up pretty badly in the Punjab. Would you agree with that? That's quite an understatement. Quite an understatement. And the thing is now everyone wants to get the hell out of Punjab. Actually, everyone wants to get the hell out of India. So what I've been recently watching on Facebook is these two guys in one of these... uh, facebook groups arguing and one of them has actually uh <clears throat> okay look um one of them it seems lied about his ielts application someone else gave the test in india he came over to new zealand he got caught by immigration new zealand and he's been given the time to go back to india now obviously what he's done is that he's uh, he's still in new zealand he started lying that he's now going to Canada except anyone else who wants to go to Canada, who's asking for advice on these pages, he tells them, oh, wait a second, Canada is about to shut Express Entry, Canada is about to shut its work visa, don't you know, you guys can't get it anymore. So you know that jealousy that if I am dragged down, if I'm (laughs) drowning, I should drown others with me as well, even if they haven't done anything to me, to deserve that fate. That same attitude, that same regression from Sikhi has seen us destroy Punjabi society and now it's come to the point that you know rich landowners rich farmers how many of them do you think actually got their children educated when there was the time to get their children educated
1: Uh, not many not many
0: not many at all today and this is something we need to consider is that in Punjab the gender ratio imbalance is striking, even though it isn't as uh, worse as other states in India. We are making efforts at rectifying it. But the problem remains that there are many families in Punjab who will actually educate their girls because they see education as the way to get themselves and their girls out of poverty. True. Now, what happens is, the first thing is, our Fudu culture down there has, you know, bred this generation of singers who objectify women as, you know, kach di glasi, <clears throat> jutti, banduk di goli, all this other trash which has started coming out. So now here's the question. It's like the question which was asked 20 years ago. Is Bollywood shit because Bollywood produces shit or is Bollywood shit because it reflects shit? And that's exactly the question we have today. So are these singers catering to a market which is misog- uh, misogynist? Or are these singers only trying to, you know, breed self-misogyny into the society we have? And I believe that the last one isn't the case. They are reflecting the true nature of the regressive society which surrounds them. I mean, you know, your yo Honey sing song, Sadi Pachiya Pindache Sardari, and I'm not going to say the other lyric. I mean, which... Which self-respecting, decent musician sings a song like that?
1: The, the simplest answer I can give is that they know their audiences.
0: They know their audiences. So now you have a girl. You have kept her from being raped. You have kept her away from the predatory elements in our society in Punjab. The only way to make sure that girl gets an easy life is either to send her out of the Punjab or it's better just to send her out of India altogether. So what you do, you've got her educated, you've got the girls sitting at home, no one has enough money to, you know, a majority of these cases always comes down to the fact that the families have no more money left after the education to bribe, you know, officials to allow their girls to do jobs. Just think about it. I mean, we have these success stories that so and so girl went into the police force, so and so boy went into the military, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Stereotypical roles, nothing great about them. At the end of the day, these are the guys who are the first ones to leave because the pay isn't good enough. Am I telling you? Am I telling the truth, or is that a lie? What do you think? Well,
1: if they do get a job, they're not going to leave because uh, then they'll be out of options.
0: That's the thing. So the job at the other end of the spectrum is only a way to get more money to go out say India anyway they will soon leave their jobs anyway so in this desperation what happens is that a bachola, a relative comes along and tells them look you don't have the money but you got an educated girl we know she can do the IELTS test to go abroad we have found a boy they've got so much land to sell if the worst comes to worst they got so much etc cetera, etc cetera. problem is, the boy isn't educated. The boy stays at home. The boy has been raised as the Punjabi boys usually are. Yeah, he drinks a bit and he's got a bit of these vices, but he will sort it out over time. The girl will sort him out. Anyway, family decides it's a one-way ticket to get abroad, to leave the poverty behind. Why not go for it? So, girl gets married to the boy. This recent case you have been watching, I think you are, even you should, must have seen it on TV, that... um. It's quite a pretty gill in, uh, in a bend. And her husband actually took the money from them in diary. That's another thing. They take the money in dairy, which is against the fundamentals of Sikhi. These people are the ones going to the Gurdwaras and having a Nandakaraj and taking diary. They forget that when Guru Hargobind Ved Sahajjada Tegbah that to Mata Gujri, Mata Gujri's father had actually come to Guru Maharaj and said, look, we have nothing to give you. And Guru Hargobind had got up and embraced him and said, don't worry about it. You have given us your daughter. That is enough for us. Except that same Guru's Gurdwara, that same Guru's ideology in the Guru Granth, people are getting married around it and still, still they expect people who give them their daughters, the mother of their children, to pay up interest that, look, we are taking your burden away from you.
1: Man, yep, yeah, some hard-hitting points over there, and you made quite a lot of them in a very short period of time.
0: The girl gets married, right? So the re, this recent case in Punjab, in the pen which I'm talking about, I don't remember the details now because I've only been seeing fleeting glimpses on TV. She got beaten, she got sexually abused. The husband and the sister-in-law took off to Canada, and now they've cut all links with her and even the family. And what the police have confirmed is they only needed money to finance the uh, sister in law's trip abroad. She's got a student visa or something, and now the husband is enrolling in a student visa course in Canada as well. They don't want to know you any further, right? So that's one girl's life destroyed, especially in our conservative culture where everyone blames the girl. Second thing, second thing I want to relate here is that this also happens to boys. But the victims disproportionately of the abuse, the violence, are always women. It happens to men. I'm not denying it doesn't happen to men. But men aren't so greatly affected as, you know, victims where the statistics are concerned. Anyhow, a few years ago, or more than a few years ago, a decade back, we knew a family in a Punjabi family from Rajasthan. And... They had one boy of their own, but they adopted their uh, brother's daughter to bring her to New Zealand. Anyhow, they treated this daughter like a slave. She was actually groomed by a 40-year-old man who she ran away with. And obviously, the man was the usual suspect. The police got involved. Local authorities got involved. The community got involved and brought the girl back. The groomer was deported. Because he was a professional groomer, as it was later revealed. He wanted to start his own little gang down there doing this stuff. Anyhow, this girl was treated like a slave. Enriching. I beg your pardon? Culturally enriching another country then. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the liberals that will be listening to us, the works, the neoliberals, I mean, don't worry, we'll get onto them soon enough. So anyhow, she's treated like a slave at her house. And then they marry her off to quite a prominent family in Rajasthan. They bring the boy over as well. The parents abuse that boy. The brother abuses that boy. And the skill, this is something I've seen in my, uh, from my, with my own eyes. We knew the individual who came over from India. There was nothing wrong with him. If she wanted anything from him or she wanted to talk to him, she used to slap him in the face before talking to him. Oh Wow. And they tried getting him hooked onto drugs. They tried their level best to destroy this, you know, boy's life. And what happened was that one day I woke up in the morning, it was uh, seven o'clock and you know how the temperature gets down here. It's freezing cold. People do die outside. And he was sitting on my doorstep shivering, and he had been sitting there since one o'clock in the morning. That's when they had kicked him out of the house.
1: Man, I know a lot of these cases exist, and this is just one of them. And there are a lot of them. And uh, when you hear about them, man, it's, it's shocking. There's no other way to say it. It's shocking.
0: That is one of the rare cases I know with a boy. And it happens when they bring them over, usually from India, they can suppress them. Now, one of my friends down here in he went from Australia to uh, America, got married to a girl down there because he, you know, thought that was an easy way to get residency. Her parents, not her, but her parents tried sort of, you know, suppressing him, but he knew his way around the Western system. So pretty soon they gave up. He just moved out of the house with the girl in. Now he's living his own life happily. But when you have someone coming over from India who still thinks that, you know, the system down here, the policing system is racist and whatnot, whatever shit you feed them. Girl or boy, they aren't going to be that, you know, comfortable in going out and asking for help. And that's usually them signing their own death warrant. Now, the other case I have, this is the most shocking one. I'm not going to name her name, but she met me during the lockdown and me and several others, we tried our level best to help her, but now she's disappeared. We can't trace her and what's happened to her. Anyway, listen to this. Her brother is on a student visa in Canada. So he's studying and she was at home. She has a Bachelor of Arts, highly educated girl. Her parents are poor farmers. And what actually happens is that she's married to a boy here who's a chef, who got his residency by being a chef. I reckon the guy's just bullshitted his way, but that's the way the system is. So what happens is that this boy, her husband, has his cousin arrive over from the States and the cousin's married to a gauri who's got him his residency. And this gauri, this uh, white woman, actually went on record. She spoke to us as well. This girl, when she comes into the country, she wasn't given a SIM card for one year. She was using the internet to contact people. She wasn't allowed outside the house until someone, you know, unless someone was with her. She could only go to the mailbox and beg so much that she didn't even know what was the number written on her mailbox, right? And when we actually talked with her, when we actually decided to, you know, get her case assessed out, this is what happened. She had fractures in her, you know, entire right side of the body. And we asked how this happened and the doctor confirmed this was a trauma. And this is what that Gauri told us. One day her husband came into the room and she was sleeping on the bed and he told her that from tomorrow you're sleeping outside, you're not sleeping on my bed. And she said, that's fine. And he said, so, you know, like when she said that's fine, she, she is a bit meek, a bit innocent. He got angry, he grabbed her, lifted her up, she's a small thing, and threw her right into the wall. But I don't even know what to say, mate. I don't even know what to say. Just just listen further, just listen further. When the tests came out, it also turned out that her father-in-law was sexually abusing her. And and listen to this. The father-in-law is an Amrit who's got a gutka in his hand 24-7. Wow. Well. And what happens to these girls is they fall prey to groomers straight away. If there is a groomer outside from another community, they're just going to you know, do their usual religious conversion thing, take her, make her life misery. Once a predator gets latches onto these girls, so the husband is a predator anyway, then she's pushed off to other predators. She falls into a pit of predators. And the, well, fear and the fear these victims have, boys and girls, even if they go to the police, they go to the courts, they can't really interpret what's happening around them and they pull their cases back and they go back to the abuser and that's how they get killed. That's how they end up getting killed.
1: Well, I'm glad we are talking about it. That's the only thing I can say right now. I have a lot to say, but I'll let you do the talking for now. Mm
0: -hmm. Now, regarding the Canada case, this was a big one which came up that, you know, these girls aren't being deported. People are asking for them to be deported. Okay, I'll admit it. One girl out of ten is probably someone who's lied and who's cheated the family back home, that there is nothing happening with the husband, you know, that there is no abuse going on, etc., etc. But Really, you've got to think about it. Has anyone asked the girl what her decision is? The issue is, okay,
1: let's look at it outside the context of moving to another country, yeah? Yep. If she marries somebody and she finds out that uh, her husband is, well, not up to the mark. Yep. has, Has she got the right to walk away from the marriage?
0: In another country, she does, but not in India. But how will she do it in another country as well? There, these are the cases where you know people end up getting killed.
1: And have her money to go abroad, blah blah blah. Now she has the obligation to go through with the deal. It wasn't a marriage; it was a deal. Let's be very was clear a business,
0: about it. It was a business transaction. That's what it was in the first place. It was a business transaction in the first place. Uh, correct me if
1: I'm wrong, but I, I think I myself had heard an incident over the Otahu motorway bridge that some woman from India who was so badly abused, she didn't even knew that she had the right to go to the police. She went to the motorway to jump off the motorway and the police saved her.
0: Yeah, she. Uh, I think she actually threw the baby down first and then jumped off herself
1: yeah okay yeah 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 you, you're correct that was more than 15 years ago or something
0: yeah it was more than 15 years ago but these cases are happening and the fundamental root of these cases is that okay look we will look at it from a religious perspective we're detracted from sikhi we're going away from sikhi okay second thing is it comes from seeing woman as property I mean, what else is the the root cause of this? The fact is it just comes from seeing someone as a piece of property. These guys are seeing them as a medium to get abroad, nothing else.
1: Property also, they could say, okay, I got you out of that place, which is not very good. Now I own you.
0: It's a deal being done at the end of the day. That's what it is. It's just a forced deal that people want to rapidly get the hell out of you.
1: Uh, when I was a little kid, let's say when I was like probably you know, nine or ten, hmm. if, if you went to a marriage, it was, let's say, one of the happiest occasions in the entire year, i get to attend a marriage, yeah? Yep. And for us guys in the Waba region, it was usually either the bride or the groom from another country.
0: Yep. As a kid,
1: all you care about is just playing with your your relatives' kids, your cousins, and blah, blah, blah. Maybe eat some good food and maybe dance around in the music. That's what a marriage is. A wedding function is, yeah? Yep. But when you grow grow up, you know, your understanding changes, develops. You clearly see what it was. It was just a deal that I will give you my daughter. She will go to Canada. She will get residency. Then she will apply for us, and the entire family would move to Canada. So they just sold off their daughters and in some cases their sons.
0: See, the thing I'm going to tell you is that, okay, let's take a person in the Punjab. I've seen these many cases, educated kids go from Punjab abroad and they actually end up getting married to citizens down there and they lead happy, peaceful lives. The problem, it seems to be, is usually with their literates, not the girls, but the men. Why would, an okay, so why would an educated person like us, you know, you and me, why would we get married to someone who doesn't even know the, you know, fundamentals of ABC?
1: <laughs> and what can I
0: say? I mean, we are boys, we can probably walk out, no one's going to do anything about it. But imagine the girl, she's just being pushed into it, hasn't she? Yep. Massively, and
1: in that case, when you sell off your daughter to a foreigner, yep, she moved to a different country. If she's yep. abused, there's no, she, she's got nowhere
0: no to go. No, nowhere to go at all. Where can you go? Imagine, think about it. Where can you go? What can you do?
1: And uh, I think some of, some of our listeners would be thinking about their own mothers. That this is what happened to us.
0: There are many people, once we actually start, well, once that old episode came out, once they actually sent us a request for this one as well, they were saying this, that, you know, can you please discuss this as well? Because we have seen problems in our families as well.
1: Okay, so the, the topic we gave was domestic violence, yeah? And of course, there was this, this, that, uh, that, Well, it exists. It's honor killing. Yep. So domestic violence, let's say in in the Punjabi context, in Punjab in India, it's really bad. Let, Let me put it very simply, really, really bad.
0: See, from my perspective, now, people say that you guys sound like extremists when you say that, and I tell them, okay, look, if you're extremists for having this view, so be it. In my perspective, Sikhi is the total guide to living your life purposefully, you know, with purpose. Sikhi pulled us out of the muck which we were stuck in. Our forefathers were stuck in the quagmire made by Hinduism, Islam, and all these other conventional faiths. We have the Shiv Purana, we have the Arth Shastra. This is what, you know, the Arth Shastra says that a woman... should drink the water from the feet of her husband no matter what he's like.
1: Well, yeah, true, yeah.
0: And from these texts, some of our so-called Sikh institutions which claim they were Sina Basina with Guru Gobind Singh with the Sikh Gurus. First thing is that, you know, if they were Sina Basina with the Gurus coming from the Guru's time, then maybe they should also be blamed for the, you know, de-evolution of the panth we confront today. Second thing is, when you take these texts, and this was, you know, what Kara of Khanna always fought against, you take a text like the Arthashastra, you take a text like the Shiv Purana, you take a text like the Quran, and from there you draw inspiration to make a mariada that the woman should look at her husband like a god, but the husband should accept total, you know, faithfulness from the woman. You see, obviously there is a power imbalance. How the hell is that related to Saki?
1: You'll never get an answer to this message. You'll never get an answer.
0: Why don't we develop our society, our way of living, from Gurmat itself rather than looking at it through other, you know, lenses? The Western lens, you mean? The Western lens. I mean, most of these guys are very quiet on wife beating because, you know, last time I told you about the Baba, um, I I didn't name the Baba exclusively, but... If the time comes and these guys keep on continuing with their attacks, I'll name him and I'll name his book as well. Anyway, like I told you, Amrit Dari Singh went to the Baba and said, I have a problem with my wife. She keeps on complaining I'm an Amrit I should believe in, you know, so-and-so, XYZ Baba. And our Sikh Baba, well, alleged Sikh Baba, doesn't find out, doesn't go and determine what the cause is or what's actually happening or what the truth is, gives him his shoe. And tells him to beat the hell out of her, and he does that. And today the shoe is in a little gurdwara and the pen and people are bowing to the shoe.
1: <laughs> Man, yeah, true.
0: And here we are saying, here we are saying about these, you know, individuals. We call them panthik, you know, leaders, panthic personalities. On oh, the Well, Mr. Singh, flat earthers
1: exist. You can't argue with these people. No, not
0: possible. No. Well, you, you can argue, but he's not going to go anywhere. See, an educated girl or an educated boy is married to... Look, this, this is going to sound pretty offensive, but a waste man, a waste person who's going to waste their life. They go overseas, they run away find the nine out of ten maybe one out of ten cases there is a you know element of dishonesty on part of the person who's run away and who's claiming victimhood but the other nine can you really say they're all uh, you know guilty
1: uh, I gotta keep my lips shut tight
0: we had a message so from a, the we had a message from a girl in Canada and she was saying I like can a Take your name, Simarpal Kaur. Uh, thank you, Penji. And she told me something interesting. She's an in Alberta uh, student down there, so she's studying, and she hopes to apply for a work visa and eventually get her residency. Dad's dead. He was a subedar in the Indian Armed Forces, so he died. And uh, mom Savera, she's brought her up alone, and she's got three younger brothers back at home, who she's, you know, whose education she is supporting by working in Canada. And something which I liked about, you know, what she told me was that when this case actually broke out, you know, what's happening in Canada, it's actually happening all over the world, but Canada's a bit more in the news now. Anyway, she was saying that a local Punjabi reporter just uh, stopped her on the way to school and they said, oh, well, what do you think about this? And the reporter in question said that uh, if I was to quote directly from what she told me, but she's paraphrasing. When do you take lava in front of Guru Granth Sahib, isn't that an agreement in front of the Guru that you will stand by your spouse no matter whatever they are like? And this is what, Penji replied back. She said, yep, that's the truth. But before taking these lava, it's the people being vet who should be given time to consider that will we stand with the next person no matter whatever they are like?
1: Well, that's a very dangerous thing to say, no matter what they are. Uh, am I going to... You know, be uh, let's say I'm going to stay with a drug addict, an abuser, a fraudster.
0: I mean, how do these things go out? Yeah, You know, how do these things go around? Just look at it this way. In our culture, in Sikh culture, the parents try their best to, you know, find a suitable groom for the girl or a suitable girl for the boy. They come along and they give them options. But the final choice is with the individual themselves. You know, Baba Amardas, you know, went to his daughter and said, look, we have found a boy. His name is Jetha. What do you think about him? You have seen him serving in the Sangat. You have seen him serving Langar. I know you're educated because for that time, the Guru's daughters were pretty highly educated because the Gurus, you know, emphasized gender equity in all fields. But Jetha isn't that educated. He's a laborer. He's an orphan. You know, he's from Lahore. He's been, you know, driven out by his family. Uh, and the guru never told her that I want to make him my successor, but he actually waited to see what the daughter would say. And after looking at the other options, he said, fine, then I want to meet him and I want to get to know him. And then eventually, as we know, they married. And by so Jetta so became Guru Ram 400 years ago. 400 years. Yeah, that was more than then. Today, a father walks in and chucks the photos out and says, look, I'm desperate. Get married and leave the house.
1: No, she would just bring a photo and say, go for shopping for your own wedding.
0: And this is what I asked Benji Simarpala. I was like, so Benji, you know, so many people have proposed to you in Canada and you're saying no to them. And she said, yes. So I said, when you got sent over from India, didn't your mother consider the marriage route? And she said, no, my mother did not consider the marriage route. The day before I left, she told me, look, go down there, build yourself a future. I'll try taking care of these three. But put yourself first. But before I left, she said, all the male relatives in my family came to me and said, look, you're just going there for your brothers. Put them first before yourself.
1: This might be the case for a lot of of people, a a lot of kids who are over there.
0: See, what happened was a few years ago, we had a case down here. So there was a business school and we had a girl studying here. Saturday afternoon... A Punjabi man walked, and she was a Punjabi girl as well, and stabbed her in the head and just killed her right there on the spot. And the police came, and everyone came because this was actually quite serious because it was in a, you know, educational institute, a public institute. And at that time, some of these uh, idiots in our community were singing songs that, you know, Sats ke randi Karti Lead Udham singh di Yad. You know, they try associating themselves with figures from the Sikh past, but I mean, Udham Singh would probably have gunned these idiots down before he actually did anything else. And so what happens is that at that time, I will admit it, I was of the view that the girl was at fault. It was the same story got married, came along, and, uh, you know, started having an affair with someone else and cut the old husband out of her life. Except, When the police started investigating the case fully, initially speaking, there was nothing to indicate that there was any abuse whatsoever involved. It was when they finally dug deep and looked back at incidents in India when a team went over there to investigate, they found out that she was actually repeatedly being threatened that if the boy cannot come over in a year's time, she will be killed. Now, if you need to get an IELTS score of 5.5 and your husband is the the Amali, no matter how much money you have, you can't get that score. And if you get that score in India, when you come to New Zealand, in India, of course, you're paying someone else to look the other way so someone else can do the test for you. When you come over here, you can't do that. So because of you, the girl's future, your wife's future will be destroyed as well. But you need someone to blame. So there was no way possible he could have come to New Zealand in one lifetime. But Maybe because they were blaming the yep, because they kept on blaming the girl, she decided to cut herself off from them for her own safety. He managed to acquire a visitor visa for a few weeks, came over and killed her straight away.
1: So that's an honor killing.
0: That's an honor killing, but before that, I'm going to be equal here. You know, I'm going to say that, look, if there is a fault in the boys, then there are surely guilt like this as well. So there is a woman happily married to her husband, and this happened You know, even before this case, a few years before. Maybe we're talking 2013, 2014. Happily married woman. Her husband's down here. They're boyfriend working visas. They've gotten out of the Punjab. He's about to apply for his residency. She works in a factory. She's got a young son, but she starts having an affair with a man who's younger than her. Now, this man has come over as a student and he's married to a girl who's citizen down here. So both are married, both start having an affair. And our citizen uh, wife's husband decides, our mate decides that, look, uh, I'm going to get my residency soon. I'm going to divorce her. I don't like her. She's a bitch. There was nothing wrong with that family, actually. They were treating him like a king, but... You know, you have these idiots in your community. The more. So they decide to get divorced, but she tells him, I've got a young son. He's not going to divorce me like that. How will I be able to live with you? If he files for a divorce, I'll be sent back to India. And what they decide to do is they take a butcher's knife and she takes him, she takes the husband to a local pizza store. They're outside having their pizza and she tells him, look, let's park somewhere else. I want to talk to you. And she takes him to a dark alley, a factory, and opens the windows, tells him to open his window as well. And he's sitting there and he's listening to her. And the other guy comes from behind and just repeatedly stabs him in the neck until his head is, you know, hanging off. I heard
1: that one.
0: And all these cases, you know, all these cases, we're looking at the same thing over and over again that, you know, these marriages are not a particular match for anyone, not conducive at all. But the rare exception is the man being killed, but most of the time it's the woman being killed. Now, for example, the girl who I described to you, the one married to the chef whose father in law was, you know, sexually abusing her if she goes out there and there are, you know, the particular, uh, you know, suspects from particular communities who decide to groom her, like I was saying, once they fall into that trap, it's not easy for them to get out. But in this case, prevention rather than, you know, reaction might be the better case. And the issue at the end of the day here is that, you know, none of the whites, none of the liberals, none of them have ever come up with a conducive situation to actually, you know, Nullify these incidents to prevent these incidents from happening. And I, I know I'm what I'm saying is pretty utopian. They can't be prevented altogether. But at the end of the day, if the victims can't speak up for themselves, then you know their community should be speaking up for them. The institutes we have in the Gurdwaras, Now there's a new case in the UK. A woman who was continually abused at home told the Granthi Singh. And he and his mate started raping her as well, Carlo Galliard. Man. This whole thing has been culturally ingrained in our DNA that women are inferior to men. Let alone women. See, here's something I've noticed about these Punjabis out here. They will talk about Khalistan. They will talk about freeing the com. They will talk about liberating the pun. They will have a big picture of Baba Jarnail Singh in their offices, on their cars. These are the same ones who express this doggy dog mentality that if there's a Punjabi student from India who's poor, who does not have the same opportunities as them due to differences in passport, they will leave no stone unturned in exploiting that person.
1: Well, there's no shortage of cases for kids our kids were not even paid for
0: months and months at the end. And the thing is, it's a Punjabi mentality that the guy who's in a, you know, weak place, who's weak, we're going to sh- rip him to shreds like dogs. There's also
1: uh, a fear that this guy might overtake me because, uh, let, let's say, if if, if there is a guy that is brought overseas by a family, they, said they could see his potential and they are too afraid to admit that this guy is better than us so he'll do better than us so they will try to suppress him or her
0: obviously this guy and Gil and this dynamic at the end of the day all this is rooted inside the fact that we aren't following sikhi we're just following punjabi yet that's all it is it's just punjabi culture
1: well it, it happened to me as well well my english isn't, isn't so bad so somebody might think that I, i've been here in this country for a long time yeah Yep. And the, those old timers would simply say they use the word calde chocre. They, they arrived yesterday and now they're driving around in fancy cars. And I'll say, well, it's up to them what to do with their own money.
0: hmm
1: so it's, it's 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 let's say a very deep-rooted jealousy and disdain for people who are, let's say, different than you, a little bit different, not related to you.
0: Mm-hmm. No, that's right, that's right. No. <clears throat> One of the girls I know came over as a student from India, married someone down here. She, you know, settled down, had kids, successful lady, you know, running her own makeup store, but still her Punjabi buddies. Oh, she must have played a Gora. She must have done it with the Gora, et cetera, et cetera. All this bullshit coming out. So one day uh, I had an argument with one of them at the Gurdwara Now he was, look, everyone knows at the moment the New Zealand immigration system is, you know, having no mercy. Even if you're a permanent resident or a citizen, you happen to be, you know, in their eyes, they're going to try kicking you out of the country. It's the truth. It's the brutal truth. All these other countries like Australia, the UK, Canada, America, France, Spain, Germany, Italy, they've seen this. So they've opened their borders to anyone in New Zealand who might not be a permanent resident or a citizen who wants to come over and start working in their countries and, you know, eventually settle down abroad. For, you know, Europeans... Working holidays matter more than the permanent resident card. For our lot, it's all about beer. I'm just putting it out there. And we know that during the coronavirus that the current government helped students in no significant way, Punjabi students. And I was at the Gurdwara, and there's a family down here, and (laughs) they lived in Ludhiana. But to come to New Zealand, they claimed that they lived in Delhi in 1984 and all their businesses were destroyed. Now, as you know that personally speaking, my family in Delhi, we both have contacts in Delhi. And when these people used to be invited to speak up on stage during the Chirassika Lukara, there was, you know, especially after uh, Indira Indra Gandhi was gunned down and how Sikhs were killed all over India, their story always used to be pretty general. There were no specific details. And someone later revealed that uh, you know they had lied to get their uh, New Zealand passports, you know, come here as refugees. Anyhow, the uh, patriarch of the family, uncle, let's just call him uncle, he was standing outside the Gurdwara telling all the Punjabi students that they're a waste of time and that should be, you know, that the government is doing the right thing and deporting them back. And I asked him that, you know, uncle, and he's like, yeah, is someone from your family going without food or money to spot these students, these boys and girls? And uh, that's when he stopped and just, uh, you know, walked towards me. He's a short little guy. I mean, you know, one slap should be enough to send him to the next dimension, but I'm a, I'm a nice guy when you really get to know me. So looked me in the eye. I mean, he actually had to sort of uh, put on his shoes to actually reach up to my level. And uh, he said, <inaudible> yeah, And I told him that, you know, the way you're sounding, if there is nothing <laughs> like that, then why the hell are what? we going around Gurdwaras and barking like a bloody rabbit dog at these, you know, individuals who are miserable at the moment? So, since
1: we are talking about abuse and everything, Yep. I have indeed met met a lot of people who, who didn't just preaching about our own independent state and uh, like okay, nearly my dad's age. I say yeah. Why are you alive then? <laughs> That's Why the thing. I mean, I mean, what, what sort of a... time, guy?
0: The,
1: the word I used yep. for him was a chicken hawk. <laughs> yep. So when it was your time to do your thing, the worst thing you're preaching today.
0: You became a chicken, you couldn't do anything, you ran away. Now suddenly you're a hawk. Navjeet Singh, just think about it. What sort of a Khalistan will these people give us?
1: Well, they would surely reserve a right to beat up a woman. That's for sure.
0: That's for sure. I mean, only the signboards will change from welcome to Punjab to welcome to Khalsa state. The problems will be the same again. And this mentality is what we need to get rid of. This mentality that if there's someone who's got a weakness, we go and take him on.
1: Imagine you're police for high on punk (laughs) 24-7.
0: See, all over the place, we have done two episodes so far, which shows how Sikhi is the faith of gender equity, but Sikhs are not the people of gender equity. Today, we are getting into domestic violence, honor-based killings. One of these girls who was actually killed by her family in the UK, the entire family was Amritari. And that's why I have a benti to the listeners that in the future we should make a step towards, you know, asking the Akal Takht to make it a immediately expulsion offense if you indulge in domestic violence.
1: Well, it will be very hard to prove because the allegations are never ending.
0: Yes, the allegations are never-ending, but where there is 101% bona fide proof... Now, on that end, on that end, let's just bring up one more thing. If you want to bring someone down or if there's a preacher you don't like, as we discussed this previously, you just accuse them of sex abuse. Just give that false allegation some air. Similarly, there are many lives being ruined by these false accusations of domestic abuse. Uh
1: yeah, false allegations, a lot of them that happened. I've seen a few, you know, you read about them in the newspapers. And of course, these things do exist. We cannot deny. And they exist from both sides, you know, male and female, the in-laws and the biological family and everything. Uh, I'm actually going to say something. And that's my observation. Yes. If somebody's marriage fails or a relationship fails,
0: Hmm
1: the other party is always painted in a very, very bad light. Hmm, hmm, it doesn't hmm. matter if it's, it's true or not. If my marriage fails, and and uh, I would say no, no, the woman wasn't, no. She was busy with the cell phone all the time. She was receiving calls from other men. Well, she wasn't a very good woman. I decided to pick up the marriage. On the other hmm. side, they might say, okay, this guy was a drug addict, you know, he, he was, let's say, in, involved with other vices, he was involved with other women. We saved our girl, we broke up the marriage. Nobody has got the guts to say, well, it wasn't working out. We mutually decided to walk away.
0: What the police commander here told me after one of these cases was that, you know, the problem is always the old man and the old lady. The parents are always the problem. I do remember
1: my professor saying something that stuck with me, and I think, I think it's going to stay with me forever. Old hardwares hmm. don't take new softwares.
0: No, no. <laughs> you got a point down there. you got a strong point down there. Now, most of these old Punjabi women who today, the sasa, the kutti sasa, who are actually torturing the daughter-in-laws or the son-in-laws, they probably got beaten black and blue back in their own day, but they're just suffering from Stockholm syndrome.
1: Uh yeah, th- that's a large part of it. They simply say, manu bana ke dindi. and you could say, you know,
0: and see, they in their mind, like you know, Arab Punjabis have this problem the way we learned, that's how we're going to teach the kids. They want the other person to suffer as well. <laughs> yeah, true. So I've just had a question pop up and they're asking also, how can, you know, why are you blaming the works and liberals for this? I'm not blaming the works and liberals. We aren't doing that. But let's just admit it. Those people have weaponized this abuse, haven't they?
1: Well, they have their own agenda, so they're going to bend it, uh, you know, to suit uh, whatever they want to deliver.
0: The root cause of this problem, the only way to rectify this problem is for the Sikh youth to become 101% dedicated to Sikhi, come out and confront the older generation.
1: Is it too hard to admit that, uh, okay, I might be at fault here, Even, even if the other person is fault, why can't you just simply walk away instead of, you know, Beating the other person, or maybe even killing them, or maybe even tr- trying to, uh, try to get them deported or something.
0: If you look at it, if you look at it from the Guru's perspective, Berti Chandra. Chandra. turned against Guru Ram Das, didn't he? Berti Chandra turned against his brother, didn't he? Baba Ram Rai turned against his father, didn't he? Did they send assassins after them? Did they kill them? They just said, "Oh, look, we're disowning you. We tried our best with you. Yeah, you didn't, you know, confirm your expectations." That's exactly what Baba Nanak did to Shri Chand as well. And,
1: uh, okay, uh, continuing from our previous points. Uh, <clears throat> not too long ago, there was, there was, this was just before the before the coronavirus arrived. Yeah. The fella was, let's say, he seemed very attractive on social media. Yeah. He was driving cars that he hadn't earned. Yep. He was wearing flashy coats. Well, he didn't have a job. He never wanted one because that's way too much work. Hmm. So he actually ensnared a girl from Canada. She came over and married him. Hmm. And she was she was barely 22. Yep. When the whole process thing is in place. She visits him. Yep. She visits him to give him a surprise. Yep. And she catches him with another girl. (laughs) And, and, and imagine the reply the guy gave her. Yep. He said, that you were not here. So I got another girl.
0: If you think about it, if you think about it, the practice of femicide, you know, killing females, how strong was it during the Guru's times? And how strong? I don't think it existed after the Gurus were done.
1: I don't think it existed in, let's say, in our community, but it did in other communities.
0: In other communities. And this was all we had to confront. But today, we have allowed these practices to seep into our community and we are too busy trying to clean up our own house while all around us, its walls burn.
1: So imagine that 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 Sikh girl from Canada she you know she's very happy she wants to surprise her husband she arrives to the country she's waiting for him to come back home and on the road she just sees another girl with her husband imagine how heartbroken she is and she will totally let's say that the trust she had in all Punjabi boys in general is, is destroyed
0: I think the biggest problem we have is that the Maja Malva side has never actually prized education in the past 20 years, has it?
1: Well, yeah, you're right on that one, yeah?
0: Because I believe that statistically speaking, when it comes to uh, employment, it's usually Dwaba which is leading at the front.
1: Could be the reason because the the Doaba region has been abroad for more than 100 years, so people tend to be a bit more educated and aware of what's happening.
0: More street smart, more world very, but also, you know, quite rooted in how Sikhi is a transformative faith. We don't see that in Madja and Malwa where the creed of the sword holds, you know, total sway that Sikhi is only about the sword. Notice that I said only, the operative term being only, only about the sword and, you know, rituals, etc., etc. So we need to really look at this from that point of perspective as well. First thing is we can't keep on running to these foreign countries for our entire life. There has to be a day when we will be turned back. How best to solve our own issues at home? The second thing primarily being is that why are we selling our children to the highest bidder?
1: Well, we have indeed sold our daughters back in the days to the to the UK, to America, to Canada, and now it's it's just, you know, other countries as well. So this is this has been a, a very old issue. Probably spanning more than four or five decades, maybe even. You said, said say, yeah. okay, she will go, go to foreign countries. Okay. Sadi family, let you sadi. Okay,
0: do it. mm mm-hmm. The first time I actually noticed these problems, you know, Bali Rail wrote that book back in, I think, 2005 or 2004 called Killing Honor. If you get the time, read it. It's about a young boy who tries, you know, finding out what happened to his sister after she got married and she disappeared. And uh, his family decide to accept the line that, you know, she ran away with someone. But this book is so visceral. It's just amazing how they describe that, you know, how the, like, he's actually taken a real life case and portrayed it in the book how an ex-wife was killed and how he was married again and how the brother comes over to the UK and they try discovering what actually happened to this newest victim. And this happens, this happens quite a lot. Silence can be brought even in overseas overseas countries.
1: This word, single word called Idzad. That's that's at the base of many many problems we have today.
0: No one is worried about the Kormsajit, Bansajit, the Guru Zajit. No one is worried about that. Now they've started arguing that, so what if people burn the Guru Granth side? That's all good. People who do not follow the Guru Granth sahib are the ones who are the true culprits. You see where these arguments are coming, where everything is going. No one's care, cared about the Guru Zajit. They're just concerned about their own Ajits, their own self-made digits. Yep. And the fact is we need a generation of strong-willed, strong-spirited Gurmuk Sikh women to come to the front and start confronting these old generations, these current works and liberals who are only weaponizing their misery for their own selfish ends and also to, you know, revive the Guru's traditions of gender equity.
1: It's, it's also for the men to be let's say uh, it's entirely up, up, up to me that I become let's say a good human being to begin with in in the Sikh context yep I have to look at myself in the mirror that if I had a daughter or a sister would I let her marry anybody like me
0: yep that's the thing who should be who should she be, would I be okay for to marry? with
1: her marrying anybody like me
0: mm-hmm that's the thing that's the thing. Would she want live to marry here. someone like yeah. you? Yep.
1: Yeah, I live here. I, I, I see kids around me of my yep. age, in the early 20s and everything. Let's say 6 out of 10 yep. cannot even write proper Punjabi, their own language.
0: Let alone English.
1: English is like maybe, maybe 2 in 20, 1 in 10.
0: And these are the clowns who dream about overseas life.
1: And these are the clowns that you you will see, you know, very flamboyant, you know. And there's nobody like us. I am the judge. I'm the one in charge. I can do this. I can do that. You no, know, you are the uh, bottle. You are the Nagini and everything, you know, objectifying and everything. And, then and you try- are actually, you are actually... The- physically repulsed by these people. I don't, I don't want to be anywhere, anywhere near you.
0: And when that objectification evolves into dehumanizing, dehumanization, that's when the violence starts happening.
1: Yeah. If, if this person, let's say, moves overseas and they, they suffer a few setbacks, could be in the business, could be at the job, could be in the personal life, they have no idea what to do.
0: Nope. Just go home and, and be the yep. missus. Yeah,
1: they're going to you know t- take out the anger on the missus or m- maybe missus, maybe somebody else. So it, it's going to be f- in the form of physical violence or let's say abuse, mental abuses. Uh, well, no less than physical violence. Well, I would say.
0: Right. Yep. You're right. You're right. One thing which happened recently was that one of my friends, uh, she's actually uh, her sister gave birth to another daughter in the USA. And the sister already has a daughter before. And she was telling me that when the second daughter was born, people were actually uh, shamelessly saying that Mara Hoya, you know, giving them looks of pity, just pitying them and said for them that another daughter is born in the house. There is nothing wrong with that. There is nothing wrong with a daughter being born in the house.
1: Is the daughter not your own blood?
0: Yep. Our gurus celebrated the birth of daughters, so so should we. And one thing I told her was that the day we die, hopefully we die knowing that we have made the world a better place for that little girl who's just been born and for countless others who will follow in our calm and in our bump.
1: We'll work on ourselves to begin with. And we do podcasts, you know, we, we share our views, yeah?
0: Yep.
1: But it's up to the individual, up to the listener, male, female, young, old, anybody and everybody to make an attempt to make a difference.
0: Let's, the smallest unit
1: is a family, not the individual, yep. a family. So you can probably start from your own family.
0: Let's just look at something down here. Let's just look at something down here. At the end of the day, when you start, you know, when you start living Sikhi, your own near and loved ones are the first ones to desert you. Think about it. Baba Nanak's own sons deserted him. Only his wife stood with him and Mardana as long as he was alive. And Pai Pai Lena. becomes Guru Angad, starts following Sikhi. His own sons desert him, except his daughter and his wife. Guru Amarda starts following Sakhi, becomes Guru. His own sons desert him, but his daughter stands by his side. Guru Ramda starts following Sakhi. The sons desert him, except his wife and Sahib Jada Arjan. Guru Arjan becomes Guru. Pirthi Chan's already deserted him. Everyone else deserts him except his family and Guru Hargobind. You see at the end of the day, it's the daughters and the wives who have actually stood next to the Guru, stood with them in their times of, you know, trial and tribulation. But these same ones are being blamed for the cataclysms, which affected Saki. And at the end of the day,
1: yep. please repeat this point. This is very, very important. And you have delivered it beautifully. Please repeat it for the people at the back. Uh
0: the wives and daughters of the Guru stood with them during their times of trials and tribulations, except they are the ones being vilified for all the cataclysms which have afflicted Sakhi.
1: Their own sons abandoned them, but their daughters and their wives, the females, they stood by them.
0: They stood by them. They stood by them. That's the thing. And at the end of the day, <clears throat> end of the day, when we stand up for women, Sikh women, when we stand up for Gurbani, what Guru Granth Sahib says, we will f- confront the same fate as the Gurus. Our own families will kick us out of their houses.
1: Well, you are a builder. You'll build one yourself, I'm sure about it.
0: <laughs> My own family members don't talk to me because I've expressed the intention that I want girls and not boys.
1: Well, you can't really do that. You can't pick and choose, can you?
0: You, you can't pick and choose, but if they have decided to pick and choose, then, you know, this is what I learned a few years ago after reading Gurbani. They're only going to detract us from our mission know, our goal. Let them go. Don't worry about it.
1: It's quite funny because uh, I have taught my sister how to shoot guns. Yep. <laughs> and, yeah, I was thinking, okay, well, there is a, this Sikh woman who happens to be my sister.
0: Hmm.
1: I know how to shoot guns. I like guns. Maybe, you know, I will introduce her to guns. Okay, let's go to a shooting range. She, uh, she did, and she shot guns. And I was like, okay, I've taught you something. So it, in that way, there was, well, when I was a, a little bit younger, my own way to empower my own sister. I taught her to shoot guns. <laughs> and also I taught her to how to drive, but that's a different thing.
0: Yep, and that's that's what I'm saying down here. Once you start taking these steps, your own families, your own loved ones will push you away.
1: Yep, that's true. They might ex- express their, let's say, differences to you, differences of their viewpoints, and it could be outright disdain as well.
0: hmm mm-hmm. and that's the thing, that's the thing. But the thing is, once you've started on a path, it's a noble path, it's for the good of everyone, Why stop? Because in Sikhi, it might be true that blood is thicker than water, but ideology is thicker than blood.
1: you got to know where your loyalties lie.
0: At the end of the day, end of the day, Mata Slakhni stood with Guru Nanak. Mata Kivi stood alongside Guru Hargobind. Oh, sorry, I mean Guru Angad. Guru Hargobind goes to, you know, prison. Mata Nanki and his mother take care of all his affairs behind him. Guru Gobind Singh chooses his principal retainer and gives her the honour of being the Khalsa's mother, it's Mata Sahib Kaur. Women have played a very crucial and critical role in our history, but to call ourselves Sikhs and still tolerate the abuse of women, well that's a shame. It is that's indeed. a massive shame. Real massive shame.
1: What message are you going to give to, <clears throat> let's say, an 18 an year old Sikh girl today?
0: Do not lose hope because you're born the way you are. You have a purpose in life. Stand up for that purpose, even if you, that means that you go against your loved ones and the ones who gave birth to you.
1: <clears throat> yeah. You are an individual, you, you are the daughter of the same father, we all consider Guru Gobind Singh to be our father, you are mm. just like me, you have the same capabilities, you have the same rights, I wish you health, happiness and prosperity in, in your life, you know, just focus on yourself, develop yourself and uh, you know, try to be a good Sikh.
0: See, for me, the foremost aim in my life is finding if a daughter leaves a village, all good, leaves a family, all good, leaves a spouse, all good, but she shouldn't leave Sikhi. If she has been showing what the, you know, how crucial Sikhi is in human development, what the, you know, the pricelessness of Sikhi is, as long as she doesn't leave the faith, she leaves me, I'm all happy. Yep. And I guess it's time now to rise up and start confronting these problems. We do all these lip services, and then people send us these messages that "How are we going to do this? How are we going to do this?" Like you know, talking isn't going to do anything. We need to start implementing the changes in our houses,
1: starting from our own families.
0: We actually had a <clears throat> I wouldn't I won't mention his name. X. Ex- Minister from one of the recent Canadian governments contact us on Facebook. And he was quite interested in what we were talking about and he said that you need to expose them from the Gurdwaras. The fact is that in the Gurdwaras, there is more conservatism than has been there before. We need educated, forward-thinking preachers in our Gurdwaras. Well... uh...
1: I don't know what to say, but because c- the preacher, when he says he sees the daughters coming in, he might change his tone, he or she.
0: Mm-hmm. One of the biggest hypocrisies I've seen is that one of these, uh, you know, grantees down here saying that people from be Besharam, because they send their daughters abroad. And I asked him, so how did you come here? Oh, I sent my daughter abroad and she got married to a citizen and they how oh, I came here. Okay,
1: why was he targeting the dist- district of Moga?
0: Little personal jealousies, little personal enmities, which makes them forget their own hypocrisy. (laughs) Okay. But when that poster was made, when we actually read the tales of all these women and how they were killed, you know, at the end of the day, irrespective of whoever is at fault. No parent deserves to get a phone call at 2 a.m. in the morning telling them that their daughter has been killed by her husband.
1: It's not just that, but the abuse leaves you in a state where you are physically alive but mentally dead.
0: Mentally dead. Stop selling your daughters. It isn't going to be, you know, good in the long run isn't going to be conducive to anything in the long run. Everyone wants to go to foreign countries. Yeah, all good. The day they shut their doors to us, what are you going to do then?
1: They'll no, probably find a different country. They'll move to Mars, I
0: think. We need to start rectifying all the problems we have at home because only then we can have that sex march which the gurus envisioned.
1: And that's how something much, we need to think on deeply about.
0: You need to have your own more, thoughts in mind. Yep. How much more can we discuss? How many more candlelight vigils? How many more flowers are we going to be laying in front of pictures, in front of graves? How many pogs are we going to attend at the Gurdwaras? How many meetings with the law, immigration authorities are we going to have? How much? Uh, they spe- not friends. They never were. No.
1: If you tell the Canadians that our marriages are just agreements, what are they going to do? Ban it all together.
0: Ban it all together like New Zealand has. Yeah.
1: They refuse to recognize arranged marriages. New Zealand did it.
0: Mm -hmm. That Shabbat by, I think it's by Kabir or Freed. That's what we are doing. cutting off our own feet. We really need to sit down and think what the future strategies we can have are. We really need, you know, one strong lobbying group, one strong powerful group, you know, who can get these victims away from the abuse they tolerate. You know, a Sikh-centric group in each and every country, each and every city, each and every town. What can possibly go wrong? You know, Forward thinking, smart, educated Sikh men and women running these groups rather than the you know, some jota gang that let's do some jota, let's do some jota.
1: Well, the gang is very powerful,
0: some jota gang, and so is the man hating gang. We have these so called Sikh feminists which just blame men for everything that goes wrong, you know. At the end of the day, I'm not saying all Sikh feminists are like this, but let's just face it. There is gender disequity on both sides. I told you about women who have been abused and I've told you about boys who have been abused by women.
1: It's not a one-way street, we can agree on that.
0: Generally isn't, but a majority of the time the victims are always going to be women. True. And one thing which I'll actually request the listeners to do is if you get the time, get that book by Balirai called Killing Honour. Go to the end and read how his uh, how the culprits' uh, first wife was killed, how he had her killed in the Punjab, what they did to her before killing her. That's what happens in each and every one of these cases. Just Just read those two paragraphs and then come back and tell me what you think. because no matter how many counterparts we do how many simrans we do how many matha we do nothing is going to solve itself unless we take the steps ourselves to solve it but people already told us this so many years centuries before jo bramanes or kojes or everything is within you Everything is within you. So the solution to this affliction is also within us.
1: In our last episode, we talked about the devolution of women in Sikhi. Yes. So f- more than 400 years ago, our Guru Sahib is setting the example. He's letting his letting his daughter choose her husband, now, yep. get to know him, as you have described. Hmm four centuries later where we should have developed we actually went back we devolved we didn't evolve mm-hmm.
0: see this the stupidity of inclusivity has led us to allow people into our faith who have brought their own baggage from their past faiths and that baggage has destroyed us in the name of inclusivity the day guru Singh Ji gave amrit you know there was Karam Nasht, Taram Nasht, everything for the past was destroyed, past karma, past Dharma everything was destroyed. We still have Guppy Baba saying that so-and-so took his past karams caught up with us. They're just, you know, cutting away at what Guru Gobind Singh said, but we will trust Guru Gobind Singh more than we will trust any Baba saying I'm descended from the Guru's PAs. And looking at that, Looking at that down there, if everything from the past was cut away, so why are we allowing this baggage from other ideologies to destroy us even today in the name of inclusivity?
1: Well, you and I are also descended from Guru Sebs. What's the difference between us and them?
0: That's the thing. That's the thing. What's the difference? They laid that, you know, they laid that code down for us. All Sikhs are descended from them. Why can't we follow that code today? Why do we have excuses like Just master yourself. Once you master yourself and you go out and do something, just watch what happens. Watch what happens. That self-discipline you have. We had a singer here who was addicted to prostitution. One week he didn't go. He struggled and he broke. He broke many times. He reverted back to his habit many times, but few months ago, he didn't go one week, didn't go two weeks, didn't go three weeks, four weeks, five weeks, six weeks. Now it's been a total of 12 weeks. He hasn't gone. And I asked him how it feels, and he said, I can do anything now. I can resist all the little temptations and the bigger temptations of my mind. Once you master yourself, that feeling of mastery is something amazing. That's when you really feel alive. And if you master yourself... If a woman masters herself, a Sikh woman, and stands up and says to her sasa, I'm not going to be abused anymore, or to her parents, I'm not going to be married off for a better life abroad, when I know he's an amli, or a Sikh man stands up for his sister or says that, look, I can't marry this girl from the pen, we are not uh, competitive, Uh, we can't get along well together, our life does not synchronize, I don't care what you think. When you stand up for yourself with that self-discipline, self-mastery, that's another type of feeling altogether. That same self mastery was in Guru Arjan when he sat down on the Tatitavi. That same self-mastery was on you know was in Guru Bahadur when he actually, you know, submitted his head for the executor's blade. Hmm. Yep, true. I'm inside a... for the
1: past few minutes, because I've been thinking a lot, so I'll let you continue.
0: Yep. So I guess as we we're approaching the end now in a few minutes, as a recap, what steps can we take? What steps can we take?
1: Uh, very first thing, personal responsibility. Mm. Because at, at the end of the day, it's you who's getting married. It, and it's you who is either going to be the abuser or the person who is abused. Mm. If you see a family member do, doing the same thing to somebody else, what are you going to do about it? Talk to them. Yep. Tell them this is not good to do. Stop it.
0: Make them stop it.
1: Make them stop it.
0: Make them stop it. If you have you, to stand up, you, if you have to risk that relationship, go for it.
1: I know it's a hard thing a hard thing to do, but you should be able to call out your own family members and your old friends and, and people within your own social circle.
0: Mm, our own social circle, that's the thing. It's, it's going to be hard at the first, it's going to be hard at the foremost, but as you progress along the way, you will realize what we are saying. Even for, from a
1: purely humanistic viewpoint, you are just saving another human being, being from a life of misery.
0: Just think like it, this, just think like this, that almost five centuries ago, a little boy, stopped a pundit's hand and challenged a millennia of Hindu thought with one gesture.
1: A single question.
0: Yep. That restraint, that discipline in that boy gave us our Sikhi today. Why can't we show that same discipline and restraint?
1: We can't. And we need to work on it.
0: We need to work on it. Anything else?
1: Well, a lot, but you don't have 10 hours today.
0: <laughs> no, we don't have 10 hours today. Anyway, thank you for listening. Until next time, U Vaheguru Ka Khalsa, Ji <laughs> Ki <laughs> 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 <laughs>